Welcome to the Buddha Podcast with your hosts, Matt Crum. And Jake almost spilled a beer. <laughs> Jake almost spilled a beer all over the table here. Very frothy beer you got there, Jake. Yeah. Were you shaking it up before the show here? I might have on the way over. I don't know. I don't think I was driving too well. Yeah, I went over all the, the bumps and potholes. Yeah, the potholes of Arlington County. Shit. There are a lot of them. There are a lot of them. Yeah. All right. Well, we're back, and we are so close to the World Cup, you can almost taste it. Yes, but also we're really close to our 100th listener. We're on our, our 100th show play, or play, of the show, <laughs> however yes. you say that. Yes. <laughs> yes, our, our, our updated statistics this t- for today for the show, for the entire lifetime, probably two and a half years we've been doing this now, mm-hmm. 99 plays, you know? Yeah. Once you hit triple digits, it's all up the, up from there, right? <laughs> That's true. That's when you made it. Oh, man. Well, the U.S. has made it, and we are 28 days away from the Wales game. Even fewer days from the opening of the World Cup. I believe we are on the second actual day of games is when mm-hmm. the U.S. plays. So you have the opening game on in 27 days. So the 20, I think it's the 21st yep. of November. And we play on that second day of the World Cup. Yep. Not only that, Jake, what's even closer than that? The roster announcement. Yes. Let's go. So, yes, 16 days away. Yeah, we already did a provisional roster that nobody's going to see. Did we have to do that? I yep. read about that. Yeah, so every nation had to do it. Only a few. I think Brazil and like the big clubs are the ones that made it like official. But oh. uh, nobody else did. And now we go down to... Or 23? Is it 23? 26-man roster in uh, 16 days. But they're doing a big event in New York, so everything's yes. going to leak because everybody has to travel there, right? Well, yeah. So I think it's a 55-man provisional squad that you have to tell the World Cup committee, FIFA, mm-hmm. yeah. because they, everybody has to get their visas and travel arrangements. Anybody who, Everybody who could go, mm-hmm. theoretically. Yeah, so there are 55 names that Burhalter has submitted, I guess. Yeah, but another podcast we need to do is recapping what we first said would be like the World Cup uh, roster back in 2019. 2019, yes. Yeah, it's uh, quite comical when we saw it. But uh, let me just say my starting 11 to win a World Cup qualifying game, I think only maybe two players yeah. uh, made the roster. So right. we'll, uh, we'll have to go back to that. Yes, yes, we will compare and contrast what the actual roster is, right? Yeah. So what are we doing for the World Cup? <sighs> a lot, I hope. So I'm personally taking time off of work for the Wales game because that'll be a standard work day. So whatever you're doing, Jake, I'm doing. As yeah. unless, unless you want to hole up in a closet and watch it alone, which is, which is a thing that probably a lot of people want to do. I, I might need to do that for the Iran game. For the Iran game, that's a good game to do it because that could be a super decider. Yeah, but yeah, the good thing about where I work, we're done Friday at one p.m. Oh, um, so now between then and the holiday, so basically I get to watch. Don't need to worry about anything 
Friday, the two o'clock game, I'm good to go for everything. So, oh I, yeah, Black Friday. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, everybody's you, got off on Friday. Yeah, but like throughout the perfect. tournament too. So anytime in like December, all those like quarterfinals. I think it's the round of sixteen and quarterfinals. Um, like won't have to be working during it. Lucky you. I know. I should tell all my clients that, uh, hey, I'm just going to take a month break here. There's much more important matters than your business. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know, it's interesting, the game times. They're the So every day, the earliest game's at 5 a.m., mm-hmm. and then it's 8 a.m., like like 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Or no, uh, it's 11. Yeah, 5, 8, 11, 2. And 2. Mm-hmm. I think all the U.S. games are... Well, so the first two are at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern time. This is all Eastern time. Yeah, and the last game's at 2 p.m. as well. Wow. Wow. Way to, uh, way to, way to play the U.S. market there, <laughs> FIFA. We appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. And then uh, the fun part about the last game, they're all at uh, the same time. So whatever. Oh. Re- like, remember USA, Germany, Portugal, Ghana. I see. The last yeah. group games. Yeah. We just had to, you were just watching like the back and forth. So you can see the goal differential, too, and not hoping the U.S. was going to lose by three goals. Yep, yep. Okay. So we have the simultaneous group finisher. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so I don't know what we're going to do. Let's just promise that we're going to watch the first two games together. Mm-hmm. I think that can be baseline. Yeah. Listeners, if you have ideas. And we might even have a watch party here in Arlington. Who knows? Yeah, watch party. Maybe we should try to do one out at a bar, and then one, like, a watch party at a house. I think that'd be a good thing to do. Yeah. Or both at the house. I don't care. I don't know if I can trust our fans going into our house or apartment. <laughs> All of our fans? Oh, you're talking about a Booted Podcast official yes, watch. watch party. Yes, oh. but we can't do a World Cup watch party. We have to figure out how to say because of all the trademarks that we can't use. I see. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. A... Boot it, sport, watch party. Yes. There you go. <laughs> It'll be fun. It's it's a it's a month long event. I'm gonna be watching it. I'm gonna be watching all, all the other Concacaf games that I can. I'm gonna be watching the fun. Spain and Germany are in the same group. Mm. Definitely gonna be watching those kind of games. It's gonna be the TV is gonna be on twenty four. Yeah. Watching Messi in his last World Cup. Watching Ronaldo in his last World Cup. Yep. Should yep. be uh, pretty awesome. It's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. Okay, well, Jake, what do we got upcoming this weekend? Yeah, we're going on a a trip to Nashville. One That's of our right. buddies is getting married. Yes, one of our boats. So Jake's former coworker, mm-hmm. my former roommate. Yeah, my former roommate as well. Ah, yes, yeah. and Jake's former roommate uh, is getting married. Uh, Eliana, the the his wonderful bride. I don't I don't know why and she, she was chose. a roommate for you guys too. She she spent a lot of time at the apartment mm-hmm. when they first started dating. That's that's for sure. Uh, they will be getting married in Nashville, home of Walker Zimmerman and Shaq Moore, and that's about it. <laughs> Daniel Lovitz and Daniel Lovitz. Who can forget Daniel Lovitz? Uh, yeah, we'll be parading around Nashville, enjoying the wedding festivities, enjoying... I have not been there in my adult life, so I'll be enjoying the just general atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to... So. The one thing that we do need to try... Well, we're going to go to Broadway, check out the bars, but we also need to go to um, Nashville Hot Chicken. Oh, the official Nashville Hot Chicken. Yes. Like, trademarked, like Nashville Hot Chicken, like they're the original... Mm-hmm. I think it's Natty Bees or Hattie Bees. Hattie Bees. Yeah, or Natty Bees. Natty Bees. I don't, 
I, I natty bows? <laughs> Can you yes. get a natty bow with a natty bee? <laughs> Maybe. Now we should just bring it on the plane. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh. So we're looking forward to that. We'll maybe do do a little bit more strategizing on how we're gonna, you know, do this World Cup festivity period, but it'll be a good time. Which leads us to Jake, what are we doing for this episode? And what are we doing for the next episode? Yeah, so surprise, we're gonna be dropping two episodes hopefully back to back. That's right. This episode we're gonna talk about why we're very pessimistic about the World Cup and how bad we're gonna do. In the next episode, we're going to be how excited we are and how optimistic we are and how far we're going to go. That's right. That's right. It's a doubleheader, mm-hmm. and we're going to make our cases for the negative case, the U.S. will perform terribly case, and we're going to make our case for quarterfinal bound. Or maybe even further. Maybe even further. Who knows? Who knows? But we have to end on a positive note, so we're going to do the positive case episode second so this episode is about to get real negative. Yes. Negative Nancy. We're both oh, a bunch oh. of negative Nancys. <laughs> well, on this podcast, get ready for... To feel a little depressed. Just a little depressed. We, you know, it's not, nothing's catastrophic just yet. Yet. Yeah. But it can all start in 28 days and be super catastrophic. <laughs> That's right. 28 days. Oh. oh. Yeah. I think I'm going to be shaking before that game. Yeah. Jake. What do you got, Jake? What start us on this negative journey? So, I'll I'll start it by being very shaky because our whole roster is shaky for starters. <laughs> uh, we don't have a true number one goalie going into the World Cup. Interesting. We don't have a true number nine that's experienced going into the World Cup. Okay. And this group is very very hard. Like when you think about a group of death, this is the group of death. This mm. had out of the teams. For the World Cup, for the group, this is the highest ranked. Um, Based on of, FIFA rankings? Out of all four FIFA rankings, this is the highest group. Really? Yes, the highest average. You have the champions of CONCACAF. You have the champions of Asia. I see. And then you have I the runners-up from Europe. And the European champion didn't make it. So you basically have three continental champions out of five. Right. Five? Is that right? No, uh, yeah, Oceania is the, yeah. the fifth one. Right, right. No, that would be six, because Australia. So, so yes. Yeah, yeah. because there's seven continents. Antarctica doesn't have one. Australia. <laughs> Yet. <yeah>. Yet. <laughs> Australia is Oceania. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Cool. So, yeah, three out of the five or so that could play are in one group. Iran hasn't lost a game. Lost a, maybe, what, lost two, two or three games in the last three years? <laughs> like nope, yeah that's quite a stat this, this is a sneaky tough group um, but looking at the US team the reasons I am nervous are the goalie we don't have the true number one we don't have a true striker that's experienced uh, the team like when we're watching them in friendlies or in games they really can't press well as a team you mm-hmm. have Adams who presses really well and Musa do that sometimes together Aronson if he's on the field which he needs to be on the field um, he's a hell of a presser too so yeah, I yeah. just don't know if the team can do it as a whole and do it at the same time. Uh, we build a system around an ideal and not the players. And okay. I don't think that's going to pan out well at the World Cup. Uh, Iran, like we always, everybody's looking at this group and be like, wow, you got Wales, England, and then Iran. But Iran is pretty dang good. Um, and then last time we were in a World Cup with Iran, we finished with zero points. 
So when was not, that, Jake? That was 1998. Oh, uh. and obviously none of these the players on our team were born back then. Oh, there was a couple players born, I think. Well, so if you were if you were born in 1998, you would be 26. No, 24. No, 26 to 24. 24 to 26. 24. 24. 24. Eight, 8 plus 4 equals 2. So it would be 24. 8 plus 4 equals 12, you meant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were so confident about that, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, yes. So, so. Yeah, and our average age. Isn't our average age 30? It's a, around 23, 23 or 24. Yeah. So, so, so maybe a third of our <laughs> roster. You know, Zimmerman, Long. Our goalkeepers. Okay, but that's still a stat. That's why, like, you look at this and I'm pessimistic. I know, I know. And then when you think about it, the two other things that really stick out, I, I think maybe Reyna or Pulisic can do this, but I'm not wholly, like, truly confident in them. Uh, there's no, like, proven magic player like Clint Dempsey, Landon Donovan, or Brian McBride. Mm-hmm, when you mm-hmm. look at the key moments of the World Cup, you have Landon Donovan breaking down the wing going and finishing and getting the goal against Slovenia. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Brian McBride just heading the ball against Mexico and then just going after it against Portugal. Uh, you have Clint Dempsey scoring that early goal against Ghana to set the tone. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know where we have that proven magic with these guys mm-hmm. to go in and be like, oh, wow, this person is going to make an impact to win a group game to win the group for us. Yeah. And then just with, like, this team, there's no – and I feel like Lexi Lawless on this – there's like no American. Hey, like we're gonna grind this out and win. Yeah, yeah. I, I. There's no will over or mind over matter kind of strength of will. No, because no. you always see that like during these World Cup games too, right? Like you face adversity in 2014 when you're playing against Portugal, go down one nil, fight back to get two goals. You're playing against Ghana in 2014, you're up a goal for 80 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. You get scored on, you come back and you score another goal. You have Italy, United States. You go down a man. Italy goes down a man. Super ugly game. Controversial calls. But you go and you get a point out of there to try to keep your group alive. Yeah. I I just don't know where this grit comes from from this team to go and do that. No grit. No grit. Interesting. So I'll, I'll hit on some of the points you made and kind of reiterate. I, I think, and then I'll add a few on my own as far as my case for the, the negative I think I think where I disagree slightly is the goalkeeper situation. I think Matt Turner is the starter. I think we're honestly fine there. If you want to talk about history, what's been our strongest position at basically every World Cup? It's mm-hmm. been goalkeeper. Yeah, so I'm not as worried there. It's it is a worry because of the recent shuffling that's been happening as far as who's actually the starter. It was Stefan for a while. Uh, then it was Turner, but I think the body of work shows that Turner is now going to be the guy. So I'm not as worried. I'm not as worried. I understand. I understand your negative case. I understand your negative case. Uh, I agree with your negative case on the scorer side. That's been the negative case for pretty much this whole cycle. So that number nine will be a question mark all the way up to the Wales game. What I think the other position group that has turned very quickly from a, a strength to a weakness is the center back group. Mm-hmm. We're talking about two guys. We're, we're, we're probably talking about two MLS starters there if, if we can take anything away from the recent friendlies that we had 
in Zimmerman and Long, both of which had not so great seasons. I mean, they were both part of playoff teams. Both of their teams promptly got knocked out in the first round, so they're not yeah. going to be playing for about a month up to this up to this game. So that's not great. Uh, and then behind them, Richards is injured, hasn't been playing. He's kind of the guy that everybody's waiting to see if he's going to actually take in, get into this team. Yeah, but has he even got minutes at Crystal Palace when he was healthy? Very few. That's the thing. That's very few. So that's that's a problem there. And then after that, it's a bunch of guys who have not had the minutes with the national team, like Cameron Carter-Vickers, Eric Palmer-Brown. What do we do with the whole Brooks situation? Is Ream on the table? None of that is sorted out. And so I think center back is actually a tough, tough group for yeah. us right now. And I, I don't think we have, like, uh, like I think we have a good pool, but they don't fit our system that we're trying to play. Like, yeah. Tim Ream, if we were playing, like, um, not a high line, if we're just playing, like, hold it back and possess the ball, like, Tim Ream's a great fit. Brooks is a great fit. Mark McKenzie's a great fit. But we don't play that style and like we're basing it on the style and philosophy instead of the players that we have which yeah. is like i mean the whole thing about the national team is you bring an all-star group together and you play around that yeah but that just doesn't fit the system yeah yeah and so we one of the problems is you also don't have a guy that you can point to that has been lights out either in this european season or in the mls season other than ream so far Tim Ream in yeah. the in the EPL. He's been one of the, I would say, top, I don't know, 10, 15 center backs in the EPL this year. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't even been considered. You can't, you can't really point at any of these other guys. I mean, maybe you can make that you can make kind of cases for, you know, consistency of playing for, you know, Cameron Carter-Vickers and in, in, you know, Champions League and, and in the Scottish Premiership. Great. But there's just not a lot of reps. So yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out from a roster and a starter perspective on the center back group so i would trade your goalkeeper negative for the center back negative so it's both in both cases it's a Mm -hmm. it's a defensive uh negative uh to your point about the system and pressing as a team yeah it's obviously a negative you can't say that i mean the system is not clicking we had those recent friendlies against japan and saudi arabia where we played awfully we the, we we did not press well. We did not possess well. Our our quote unquote stars were ineffective. That we didn't score any goals. Um, so the lack of possession and lack of turning the other teams over, uh, that is that's a concern. We haven't mm-hmm. we haven't seen a team. We usually when we have these World Cups, we have these warm up games where we beat up on some team and we look good. And even if it's a false looking good, even even how if how good we look is not indicative. We we always it always gives us that good feeling, Jake. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, those two recent friendlies that we had, another reason to be negative. Is there gonna um, be a closed door friendly before the World Cup? I imagine so. Yeah. There's probably some sort of closed door friendly. There there are some teams like Mexico for for example is is playing a public friendly that's gonna mm. be aired. I, I can't remember who they're playing. There are other teams that are doing it. I'm not sure why we're why we're not doing it. It would certainly help. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I actually have a different team that I'm worried about in our group. You talked a lot about how how good Iran was. I'm my the team that I'm worried about and who I think is our biggest competition in this group is is Wales. I think Wales are going to be absolutely anti soccer against us. Sit back, soak up the pressure. 
And I just, I think we need, we definitely need a tie, obviously, I think. A result out of that game to have a chance. I think everybody thinks believes that, but I almost think we have a, we need a win because I don't know how the England game is shaken out. And, you know, the, the Iran is the one that, you know, Wales and the U.S. is both 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 supposed to mm-hmm. win. But you just talked about how good Iran is. I think that first Wales game, which I'm very, very not happy about how I think it's going to turn out. So I'm negative in, in that sense. Uh, who do you think Wales' best player is? Uh, well, their best attacking player is... Depending, it's it's one of two guys who's ever in better form. It's it's Aaron Ramsey or Gareth Bale. Either one of those on their on their day can break you down. Mm-hmm. Their striker Kiefer Moore is also a very very effective striker, um, and they're just like their best player is honestly they're just like solid back line, like they just are solid across the board. Yeah. in my opinion. So it's so more of a team mentality. It's more of a team. Yeah. Yeah. So that. And Iran, just like two hard teams that we would break down. And then England is the team with all the star power. Exactly. Exactly. So I just don't like – you You almost want teams that are going to play more open to play against because I feel like that would really get our players going and, like, it'd be like a like a street ball game. And, like, because we, we would love our players in, like, a fast-paced, open street ball game. That's what, That's the kind of stuff that we like. But as we saw in qualifying, when we have to try to break teams down and be on the front foot, doesn't always go so great. Oh. Does not always go so great. But hey, you know what? We qualified. We qualified. So yes. That's a, a very listen positive. to one of our previous episodes for celebration <laughs> about that. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's kind of the the who I think in the group is going to be a tough point. I, I agree with your magic player thing. You know. That's where hopefully a, a magic player emerges, but at the at this point, we don't really have anybody. That's that magic guy, that Clint Dempsey. And I agree with your grit point. The other, the um, I think I think that's I think that's the negative case. I think we hit everything. Oh, and the and the last thing. I mean, it's just the youth, right? And that that's what kind of underlying all of this is that this is this is going to be the youngest team at the World Cup. Mm-hmm. They're just young. Now, you'll, you'll hear in the later podcast how that might be a positive, but on the surface of it, especially what we've seen in the last few months, it's looking pretty negative at the moment. Yeah, but the whole thing that we want from this World Cup, we know we're not going to win it. We want the experience to make sure we can do well at 2026. Yes. So yes. any kind of momentum we have will be positive. But did you have any other points? Well, I, I want to ask you about that because I've I've taken this mentality over these last couple of months that like I don't want to get too emotionally attached to this set of players for the 2026 World Cup. It is it is totally feasible that our quote unquote star attacking players will not have the European careers that everybody thinks they will. Right? Yeah. I mean, look at Pulisic's form in the last couple of years. When is it that he's going to break into a first team at any club? I mean, I guess you could argue that that was Dortmund. Yeah. And maybe he just needs to go to that level club. There's been rumors about Newcastle, actually. That'd be really interesting. Yeah, but we, he's also, Chelsea's one of the top five teams in the world. 
Uh, five teams? I'd say historic, like over the last decade, top five teams. Uh, okay, yeah, as far as recent su- success. Okay, yes. my bad. Top seven. Because you got Real Madrid, well, man. Yeah, I mean, top, top seven. Let's keep it at seven because I, I'd say top ten. Yeah, top ten is a safe bet, but let's let's go seven. Okay, fine. Okay, happy fine. medium. Yeah. Eight. I, I <laughs> well, agree. Shit. I agree. There is no happy medium between seven and ten. <laughs> it's eight point five. <laughs> wow. Who who would have thought we would be doing so much math? <laughs> Which we can't do, obviously. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> to your point, like when we were started this, like we thought our striker going into the World Cup would have been Bobby Wood. Back in 2019. Bobby Wood. RSL (laughs) star Bobby Wood. We thought one of our defenders was going to be Eric Lehigh. Lee Jack. Yes, Lehigh. Where is he these days? I don't think he's playing. Yeah, he might not be playing. He had Danny Lovitz on the roster. Danny Lovitz. Yeah, well, there might might be some people out there that want him on the roster. Yeah. That's that's another topic. Maybe he's in the 55-man team. Who knows? (laughs) Never know. How many left backs do you think are on a 55-man team? For us? Well, theoretically, 55 divided by 11 is 5. Yeah. So, theoretically, you can go 5 deep at every single position on the field. He's got to be on that list, I yeah. would say. But also, it's not a negative, so I'll save that for the next podcast. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, we can, we can hint at the positives. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the young team yeah. is but, both. So, going to that, like we already have the young team that's already there, right? Mm-hmm. So, we're talking about a left back, Joe Scally. Mm-hmm. He's probably on the 55-man roster. Oh, yeah. And then also a young American that Greg Berhalter is really high on. Just played his first Bundesliga game of the weekend. Kevin Paredes. Kevin Paredes, so, yes. Who knows who? Like if we had like an actual window to go and like train. But it always seems there's that one, two players that make the roster um, that are going to make an impact. Like 2014, DeAndre Yedwin. Nobody really knew about him before the camp. And then Julian Green. But yeah. Obviously. I have my theory, actually, on who, who this year's Julian Green is going to be. Wow. I do. I do. Maybe, maybe we can save it for, for our roster extravaganza podcast. But I have is an idea. Oh, oh, of course he's young. Mm-hmm. Of course he's young. I'll give you a hint. He's young and he plays in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Spoiler. Big hints. Big hints. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So, yeah. No, I think we hit the major points on why we are worried. I mean, there's a lot to be worried about. There are positional roster things that we're worried about. I'll also say, and here's one that I actually didn't mention. Right at this very moment, on October, what is it, October 23rd? October 24th? Basically, our guys are healthy. I am not at all convinced that, quote-unquote, our guys, our stars, in 16 days are going to be healthy to go to this World Cup. You just never know. I mean, unfortunately, these guys, some of them are made of glass. Yeah, there's only, a, what, like four more games? And half of them aren't even getting minutes. Yeah, but a good amount. But Geo's back in the lineup. Tim Way is back in the lineup. But they're Chris- only getting, like, sub-minutes, right? No, no, no. Gio's starting. Gio's starting. Way has started and got a couple assists the other day, which is Mm -hmm. awesome to hear. Thank thank the good Lord that he's back. 
I'm just so worried. I'm so worried about injuries all the way. I'm going to be worried about it all the way up to the last game yeah. that they play for their clubs. So that's that's one more thing to be negative about. It's, uh, are we going to make it? Yeah. Are we going to make it? So worst case scenario, what happens? Worst case scenario, we, I think we get one point. I think we lose to either. I think we lose to. I personally think we lose to Wales. They counterattack on us. They beat us one zero. We lose to England two to one. We tie. We tie Iran. We're out. Mm-hmm. What's your worst case scenario? I think my worst case scenario. We lose all three games. That's the worst worst case scenario. Yes. But I think we'll get a draw against Wales. Lose by a goal to England, but it's going to be like a 3-2 game or something stupid. Yeah. And then against Iran, we're going to be pressing the whole game. We're going to be playing well, hit on the counter, and Iran beats us 1-0. And we finish with one point. Okay. And dead last in the group. So in both of our doomsday scenarios, we see at least one point squeaking out of there. Yeah, which I think if you look, you know, talking about history, that's typically what we do. We always get a tie. Mm-hmm. We always get like if you if you want to bet on anything in this group, the U.S. will tie a game. <laughs> <laughs> True, that is something that will absolutely happen. But hey, uh, feeling pretty negative. But you know what? I'm looking forward to this positive show. Yeah, Jay. we're gonna we're gonna bump it up and get all the positivity for you. We're gonna boot it forward. Yeah, so and the positive. Kick it up the field. Kick, <laughs> kick it up it on the field and chase. Up the field. Okay. And All right. On that note. On that well, note, we, well, we, won't, we won't say anything about the the superstar that we always usually no, do. We're just gonna end it. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna save him for positivity, and on negativity, maybe we can roll out like the Trinidad and Tobago like final or. The, Why would you ever the. The, the game Wanda- who must could, not be named. So maybe we could put like the Chris Wondolowski shank on here. Yes. 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 Yeah, you should be listening to the Wondolowski shank from the last time the U.S. was in the World Cup. Yes. Enjoy.